I have a confession to make. I had never listened to a single podcast until late 2012. Sure, I had heard of a podcast, but didn't really know what it was. Isn't that just the same as radio? I remember thinking. So I decided to do a bit of digging into what these podcasts were all about. I'm not sure if somebody had recommended one to me or if the curiosity got the better of me, but I downloaded the Apple Podcast app. Since then, it has become a pre-installed app on the iPhone. By luck, not design, I stumbled across a podcast called Stuff You Should Know. It had me at a low, or maybe at should know. I remember vividly listening to an episode while out for a five kilometer run and I was hooked. Not just by the episode, I recall it was about the Berlin Wall, but more about the possibilities that I had available to me with podcasts. I had the opportunity to learn on the run, literally. I quickly realized that I had a mobile university in my ears and for the most part, it was free. Fast forward to late 2016, as I continued to listen and enjoy consuming shows, I was still struck by how many of my friends and people I talk with were unaware of the value that podcasts could bring. These folks were missing out. So, with some blind optimism, I started to investigate what I needed to do to create one myself, switching roles from consumer to producer, with the bold, simple vision of creating a podcast that could help others learn, improve, and grow through the stories of others. This was my fledgling idea and was enough to get me started. While this was a very exciting time, figuring out everything and anything I needed to do to pull this off, it was also a period where I felt paralysed with fear. I remember, and still hear it regularly, but not as much, the negative self-talk raging. The questions coming up were something like, who do you think you are to create a podcast? You're a nobody. What do you have to say? What do you have to share? Who's going to listen to you? That's just to name a few. I'm probably keeping the language a little bit clean here too. My inner gremlin has a colourful turn of phrase. I've since learned that this is commonly known as the imposter syndrome. Well, ironically enough, thanks to the power and insights I gleaned from listening to podcasts that talked about this condition, I pushed through, felt the fear and did it anyway. So over the months that followed, I got it done. Firstly, I spent a lot of time getting clear on my why. This took a lot of right brain work, getting clear on the purpose, the vision and mission. That's where the 1% better idea became clear. My aim was and is to create a show where every episode has the best content I can put together that consistently provides listeners with insights, tools, tips to help them get a little bit better. I'm a poor man's Tim Ferriss, if you will, with slightly more hair. Tim, if you're reading this or listening to this, I hope your stoic view of the world will see it as a joke. With the white clear, I then focused on the how and the what. I put a detailed plan together. My background is in project management. This helped me hugely. Setting a BHAG, 
a big, hairy, audacious goal can be the easy part. Implementing it, it is sometimes what gets in the way. Setting the launch date was key. Telling others about it held me accountable to myself. I recall as the project gained momentum, I started to record my first interviews. My confidence grew. I was learning so much about production, editing, interviewing, and most importantly, about myself. Then in early March 2017, one week ahead of schedule, after many long hours, definitely lots of sweat, a few tears, I can't recall if there was any blood spilt other than pricking my finger to check glucose levels, I'm a type 1 diabetic, and definitely learning to overcome the embarrassment of the sound of your own voice, I launched my first set of shows. It was out in the public domain. It felt good. Another syndrome that my boss at work liked to call perfection being the enemy of good enough was also strong during this time, but the momentum was fierce and the date was set, so it was time to go live. Waiting for it to be perfect was not an option. My original goal for the show was to do 30 episodes in 2017. I ended the air with 50. The journey had led me to chat with world champions, world record holders, magicians, entrepreneurs, a clear audience, look it up, a social media strategist, and one of Ireland's best known chefs. Thanks, Nevin Maguire. That's just to call out a few. With over 100 hours content released, I had learned so much about topics such as business, startups, meditation and mindfulness, developing habits, morning routines, and even people's earliest memories. It's been an awesome experience. I started out the podcast voyage with a few personal goals in mind. Give something back to the podcast world that has helped me learn and keep fit over the last few years. By devouring hours of podcast content, I believe I have developed new habits that have made me more confident and more willing to push through fears and set BHAGs for myself. I've confronted the imposter syndrome head on by putting the content out there. What once was a loud voice in my head is now hardly audible at all. All this shows that if you set the goal, work out a plan to get there, be resilient and stick the course, you can achieve it, whatever it is. It's a simple enough message to write, much harder to execute but it can be done. In my performance coaching work, one of the tools I find the simplest yet most powerful is the action learning cycle. Taking action to set up my own studio has continued that learning cycle for myself and move things to the next level. In parallel, I've made connections with people I would never have otherwise. I've also been able to share these stories with thousands of others across the globe, received emails from folks that have benefited from hearing the struggles and victories of others. And maybe, in some ways, they have become that 1% better as a result. In one of the episodes, a guest turned the question of success back on me. What is success for me? I didn't have to think about it too much. In that moment, the conversation I was having with the guest was success. I was taking action and learning simultaneously. It was aligned to my why how and what. Thank you from me, Rob O'Donoghue, aka Rob of the Green. Have a great day and enjoy the book.